So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's get started. Welcome to the Teaching Made Easy podcast, where it's all about simple systems that actually work so you can finally teach and give your students bigger impact in their learning. Teaching is hard, y'all, but what if I told you that sometimes we make it harder than it has to be? I'm Farah, CEO of Farah Henley Education and host of the Teaching Made Easy podcast. I've been an educator for almost 25 years, and to say I've seen a thing or two is an understatement. I know how much you pour your heart and soul into your students and your classroom, and I want to help you find some simple ways to have a bigger impact without breaking the bank or spending all your free time focused on school. You don't have to be a Pinterest teacher to be a great teacher, and that is what this podcast is all about. So grab your favorite beverage, head out on that walk, or just soak the day away in a bubble bath. But sit back and let's enter the world of teaching made easy. Let's kick an educational rock stars. Welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Made Easy podcast, where I strive to bring you practical tips, inspiring stories, simple classroom systems that actually work, and expert insights to help you become a more effective and confident K-5 teacher. I'm your host, Farah, the Center Fairy, and in each episode, we'll explore a different aspect of teaching from lesson planning and classroom management to student engagement and professional development. If this is your first time joining me here on the podcast, I am very happy that you found us here on your favorite podcast listening platform. This week, we are chatting all about storing our teacher resources specifically over the summer. So grab your favorite beverage, your walking shoes, or turn the volume up on your drive to work and get ready to be inspired and empowered. Let's dive in. First things first, let's talk about sorting and organizing. We've all been there. Our classroom is a jumble of materials and we don't know where to start. But don't worry, I've got your back. Start by going through your classroom library, manipulatives, bulletin board decorations, and other materials. And then decide what you want to keep and what you're going to toss. When you're sorting through your classroom library, separate the books into categories like fiction, nonfiction, and leveled readers. Create labeled bins for each category to make it easy to find the right book when you need it. For your manipulatives, sort them by subject or type. For example, you might have a bin for math manipulatives like counting bears and maybe your base 10 blocks and another bin for science tools like magnifying glasses and measuring cups. All right, now that we've got everything sorted, it's time to clean and sanitize. It's crucial to prevent any pests or mold from taking hold while your materials are in storage. For stuffed animals and fabric items, give them a good wash and dry them thoroughly. For items that can't be machine washed, like plastic manipulatives, wipe them down with disinfectant. When it comes to paper-based materials like books and posters, air them out in a well-ventilated area or outside on a sunny day. This is going to help get rid of any musty smells and prevent mold growth. Now let's talk about storage. Whenever possible, store your resources in a climate-controlled environment. This is going to protect them from extreme temperatures and the humidity, which can cause damage over time. If you have access to a storage room at a school with a climate control, utilize that space for your valuable resources like books, electronics, and delicate art supplies. 
If you don't have access to climate-controlled storage, try to find a dry, cool space at home. For example, you can store your materials in a closet or under your bed away from direct sunlight or moisture. And one of my favorite ways to store resources at home is to get those fabric file boxes that have a top. And when you're not using them, they will fold down. But when they're in use, they are cute and they can sit maybe in your dining room or in a bedroom against a wall and not be an eyesore. Not like... Hey there, educational rock stars. Are you a teacher looking for ways to effectively and efficiently manage math and literacy centers in your classroom? If so, I have the perfect training for you. This summer, I'm hosting a training where you can learn how to manage centers that engage your students, optimize their learning, and help you become a more organized teacher. Now, this training is designed to help you create a dynamic learning environment that fosters growth and development in your students. I understand that organizing your centers can be challenging, which is why I've created a step-by-step -step guide to help you get them organized. And now by grabbing this guide, three steps to organizing your centers, you'll receive tips and strategies to help you get those activities organized and labels to make your storage boxes look super cute. The link to our free guide is in the show notes, so be sure and grab it today. Now, by grabbing this guide, you are going to be joining the wait list for the upcoming training, so you will know when registration opens and during the training you're going to learn three major mistakes that I see almost all teachers make when implementing math and literacy centers in their classroom and you're going to learn how to overcome and correct these mistakes and make sure that your math and literacy centers run smoothly next year. In addition to creating that dynamic learning environment for your students, this training can also help save you time and reduce interruptions at your small group table. With this training, you're going to learn how to effectively manage your centers, freeing up more time for you to focus on teaching in small groups. By implementing our strategies, you'll be able to smoothly transition your students from one center to the next, allowing you to provide more individualized attention and support during small group instruction. This is going to help you finally teach with ease and provide a more productive learning experience for your students. So don't hesitate. Join the waitlist and learn how to effectively manage your centers in your classroom. You'll gain valuable knowledge and skills that will make your teaching experience more efficient, enjoyable, and rewarding. Those cardboard boxes will be. You've got everything sorted, cleaned, and stored. But how are you going to find it all when you need it? Simple. Label, label, label. For your book bins, label each bin with the category and the reading level. That way you'll know exactly where to find the perfect book for your lesson. When it comes to art supplies, use clear plastic containers and label them with the contents. For example, you can have a container labeled markers and another one labeled glue sticks. This is going to make it easy to see what's inside and grab what you need quickly. One of my favorite storage items for math and literacy centers is the 12 by 12 iris boxes. These cases are large enough to hold a ton of center activities. And with the cute labels that I've created for you, you can have them organized and looking fabulous on your classroom shelves. Check the link in the description to grab these for your classroom and learn my three steps to organizing your math and literacy centers with ease. Last but not least is to create an inventory of all the materials you're storing. This is going to keep track of what you have and avoid purchasing duplicate items in the future. For your classroom library, create a spreadsheet listing all the books that you have, their reading levels, and the bin where they're stored. You can even include a column for notes, like if the book is particularly popular among your students. For your manipulatives and other supplies, make a list of what's in each bin or box and keep it in a binder or digital document. 
This way you can easily refer to your inventory when you're lesson planning or shopping for new supplies. Now with these five tips, you're gonna be a pro at storing your teacher resources over the summer. Your future self will thank you when you come back to a neat, organized and easy to navigate classroom in the fall. Thank you for tuning in to the Teaching Made Easy podcast. If you found today's episode helpful and are looking for more tips and strategies and simple systems to make your teacher life easier, be sure to check out our other episodes on your favorite podcast listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and check the show notes for any links to any resources mentioned in today's episode. And if you haven't already, we would really appreciate if you would leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Your reviews help other educational rock stars like yourself find our show and have a greater impact on teachers and students around the world. We would also love to hear from you, so please don't hesitate to shoot us a DM on Instagram and let us know what you thought of today's episode. If you found it helpful, take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, tagging us at Farrah Henley Education, and tag your teacher bestie too so that they can benefit from the tips as well. Thanks for listening and keep being an educational rock star. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find all the links mentioned in today's episode by clicking the link in the description to jump over to the show notes. I know your time is valuable as a teacher, and I am honored that you chose to spend a piece of it with me. Help other teachers like you find the podcast by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified when new episodes are available. Thanks again for listening, and most importantly, keep being educational rock stars.